crazy when I think about how many hours I've spent behind this wheel this summer. I put 11,000 miles on it. Dan Hoyle is comfortable on the road. It's where he spent more than three months of his life last summer, collecting material for a new one-man show. And I drove around the country for 100 days. I went to real America places, rugged, kick-ass America country places, cowboys, roughnecks, soldiers, truckers, men of action, and the women who whipped them when they were babies. Rodeos, off-road races, demolition derbies, dive bars, truck stops, football games, creationist museums. I was tired of what's the matter with America. I want to know what's right about America. Part of what made me begin this show was um, wanting to do political theater that had conservative characters. And so I thought the best way to do that is to go out to small town rural America and uh, meet them. So I, I drove uh, through and around and stopped in about 20 different states. Um, all states off the coast, um, most of them uh, kind of conservative states. Welcome tea. I, I started out camping a lot, and then um, as I wanted to just be around people more, I started staying just on side streets of towns. Dan's work might best be described as investigative theater. He travels to unfamiliar places, absorbs himself in the culture, and brings the people he meets to the stage. And Middle America is just his latest destination. Okay, because you know the thing about Nigeria, 250 tribes, they're all fighting for power, and the people of Niger Delta, they're so neglected. Dan has been writing and performing theater in the Bay Area for seven years. His acclaimed solo show, Ting's Day Happen, explored life in the oil drilling towns of Nigeria. The oil companies, my dear, are the axis of evil. He's got a great ear, his physical work is extraordinary. He has a hip-hop sensibility, and his pace is a you know, contemporary pace. There's an immediacy to it that um, can really rivet an audience, whatever their age. This time he wanted to look a little closer to home, seeking out people living in small town America and engaging them in conversations about religion and politics. The idea was to really get off the, the sort of the grid even to the point where a lot of journalists and stuff go. You know, I think that a lot of people have written off these large parts of the country and they kind of have this idea of what it's like and I'm trying to kind of show it um, through its human stories, you know, and through these characters. Sometimes I would record, sometimes I would take notes, and sometimes I would just, just listen because I'm trying to recreate people as characters too. I'm also making written notes about them physically and vocally. The notes and audio tapes provide the building blocks for Dan's theatrical work. The new show, titled Right, is a series of vignettes from his travels. Baby, see if there's any more beer in that cooler. I know I don't need it. Well, then give me some of your fruit roll-up. <laughs> or your Mountain Dew, come on. Dan set out with the intention of disproving the liberal perception of the Midwest as a cultural wasteland. 
But what he discovered on his trip surprised him. Oh, honey, Obama the Muslim. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hillary might have been a good president, but the Bible forbids it. A woman can't be the ruler of the house. That's the man's job. It's like, all you have to do is go there, talk to people, and they'll make sense. And I went there and talked to people, and we didn't make sense to each other a lot of the times. I went in with this sort of myth that, yes, it is kind of the, the truth and the soul and the good heart of uh, America. But you go there, and so many towns are like dying and busted. People are kind of close-minded on a certain level. And you're like, mm, I don't know if this is the America that I really love. And so that was really shocking to me. And so I'm trying to put some of that on stage. In the early stages, a lot is formed in front of the mirror and the mirror is my audience. It's giving me the feedback. In terms of trying to get some of those accents, hey, you my dude, right? You my dude. Hey, you're my dude. It's, it's also just something that you do in the moment. It's like kind of everything melts away and you just try to kind of take in that person. And it's kind of best done sort of not completely consciously. We don't like to talk about politics much. No, never really do it much good. So Jack is a guy who, he's a composite character. I mean, it's kind of like these, these guys that have done sort of 15 different jobs in 25 different states, you know, in their lifetimes and know how to do everything. And kind of like a dying breed of, of these guys who would just be able to travel around and find work anywhere. The boys all did. Go around and see them, drop that beef in. Dan's talent for mimicry runs in the family. His dad, Jeff Hoyle, was one of the founding clowns of the Bay Area's famed Pickle Family Circus and has gone on to bring his comedic talents to film, television, and Broadway. In terms of what from my dad has filtered down, first of all, I think, is the observational ability or, or sensitivity. He studied mime and has incorporated that very directly into his work. And it's kind of filtered down to me indirectly so that my characters, they're sort of based in capturing human behavior. Um, that physical attention to detail and that observational um, nuance, you know, is something that I strive for. Dan's play was chosen by Berkeley's Aurora Theater to be part of their New Works initiative. He'll present a reading of his work in progress at the Aurora in a few days. I'm putting a whole bunch of characters on stage. I have, you know, probably 20 or so people that I uh, would like to do 10-minute monologues of each person, but that's not going to happen. Baby, see if there's any more beer in that cooler. I know I don't need it. And then give me some of your fruit roll up and your Mountain Dew. And a lot of these characters are people that don't don't normally see on stage, I think. And so I don't even know. Like some people might be really offended. Couldn't find no work, so we had to work the cotton fields. People might find it to be hilarious. It, it's strange. I've never really felt kind of like quite so unsure about how audiences will will react.
I'm throwing myself open to accusations that um, I'm poking fun at people, I'm, I'm judging people. I think what I'm trying to do with this show is, first of all, to just show people some of what it's like and to do it in a detailed and nuanced way. The other thing is I'm trying to ask, so what does it mean for us all to be a part of this country? You're just going around looking for America. There's no doubt in my mind America's gonna be gone. I had led a platoon 50 kilometers past enemy lines. Nothing here was real. Just a bunch of kids wanting to get drunk. I never got to be a kid. That was taken from me. Now, man, I work at the casino, man. I ain't making no thousand dollars a night, but I'm living the American dream, you feel me? <laughs> Here. <clears throat> Why don't you have a cookie on the house? I bet no one's giving you a treat like that. <laughs> yeah, just tell everyone how nice people are in small towns. These people are our neighbors. They're not just like some other alternate universe that you never enter. I mean, a lot of people just never go. And so I'm trying to kind of bring them into collision for 90 minutes on stage.